What's up, guys? It's Nikki, and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. All right, all right, all right. It is finally here. We are at the end of college football season, and somebody play a small, tiny violin for me because I am shedding tears. Now I can give all my focus to Stephen Curry, but at the same time, there is nothing better than college football. And I know, I know the NFL is still going on, and hopefully they give me some playoffs like they did last year but even with all that excitement nothing tops college football it is the best for a reason and at the time that I'm recording this the Georgia Bulldogs better beat TCU do you hear me the Georgia Bulldogs better beat TCU and they are a rival of mine but they're not my most hated rival as we all know boo bama congratulations on not being in and sitting at home with the rest of us cheers to that ladies and gentlemen on a higher note how many people decided to do goals and traditions and you know new year new me bs blah 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 many of you anybody well me i haven't written down a goal um, I think in my New Year's episode, I talked about some things I would like for BK and some things I would want to practice as myself, but I didn't write it down. I wasn't like my typical, I'm going to write down this goal. I'm going to write down this thing. And then, you know, I'm going to have this needs to be done within this time frame, And this needs to be done within this time frame. Or if I haven't got it done, I'll push it to later in the year. Like, I didn't do any of that, I guess, because one of the things that I was supposed to be working on was living in the moment and really accepting life for what it is, trying to take my hands off of it, t- trying to take the paintbrush out of my own hand and literally let God paint my canvas. It is super duper hard, especially for a person like me as a control freak, but um, I'll keep you guys updated on how that's going so far. I would say it's going well, but I haven't really had a lot of situations so far this year that have made me want to like force myself to have all the ultimate control for me to still feel safe or enjoyable and all that kind of stuff. So we'll see. So far, so good, I guess. Right. All right, so the first topic that I want to talk about this week is when I feel that I need my second love language applied. So have we all heard of the five different love languages? If you haven't heard of them, you can quickly Google. You can try to guess what you are. There are so many quizzes out there to give you a quiz. So take a quick quiz and figure out what your love language is. It helps. And if you're in a relationship, I highly, highly recommend you and your partner taking it because the way that we give out love may not be the way that our partners and or family members, friends receive love best. So we could be loving them and be like, I love you because I did X, Y, and Z. But they're like, that's not even my love language. So thank you for the love. But if you want it to like hit me different, hit me in the way that I receive it best. And sometimes what I've learned is that your love language can change depending on the season that you're in or whether you have kids or not and different things, just the way your life is set up. So it's important to pay attention to your partner and other people's love language. All right. So back to moi. My main love language is QT, quality time, but it doesn't mean that I just want it from any and everybody. I am still an extrovert. 
introvert. Sorry, guys. I can't even. That was a lie. I'm not an extrovert. I'm still an introvert. Let's get that straight first and foremost. And my secondary love language is words of affirmation. So the first time I took the quiz, I took the quiz twice. First time I took the quiz, I tied down the middle with quality time and words of affirmation. The second time I took the quiz, I got number one, like a super high percentage of quality time. And the, the, my second one was still words of affirmation, but it was, it wasn't split 50, 50, like the first time, either way, I knew that both were my love language. And I wasn't surprised that quality time was my, you know, priority, my main girl. However, I have been paying attention to when I need my secondary one, you know, and when I need it, probably more than needing quality time. So I enjoy hearing how you enjoy time that we just had or words of encouragement or things you're proud of me for, maybe something that you notice that looks nice on me or just speaking life into me, et cetera, et cetera. However, I've also noticed I need words of affirmations when I'm triggered, sad, and depending on the type of traumatic situation that has just happened. For the traumatic part, it's definitely situational. Don't be talking to me just to talk after something has happened. I honestly may want you to shut up and just be there. Presence is so powerful and people don't even realize it. I definitely also need it in my insecure moments. Hello, my name is Mickey and yes, I suffer with insecurities. All right. <laughs> even if I'm fully loved by you and supported and I should know deep down in my gut without a doubt, I may still need you to tell me. I know, unfortunate, right? But it's true. The words will fill me up and recharge me in a way that I need. I'll be able to decipher if they are genuine or typical and cliche. I may start asking questions that I already know the answer to or stuff that I may be iffy on. Please just answer them anyways and give me the words of affirmation. Pretty simple, right? It pauses my overthinking and it can help shift my perspective. I saw something that said, learn the difference between your intuition and your trauma. Whoa, let me say that one more time. Learn the difference between your intuition and, and your trauma. I definitely have to work on that because there's a lot of times I'm like, oh, it's my gut. It's my gut. It's my gut. I know it. I'm right, blah, blah, blah. And then if I really pause for a second and really like dig deep, is it my gut? Or is it like my defense mechanism coming up? And it's a trauma response. And I'm trying to be like protective over myself. And really I'm putting this like, this is my intuition and I'm mislabeling it. And that can be very, very dangerous. So I asked my BK fam, have you ever said, this is my gut, this is my intuition when really it was your trauma screaming out? I don't know. Questions that need answers. So listen, I trust my gut at all costs. But again, if I mislabel it, what if it's just like my shadow self being triggered and then my defense mechanism carved out? Like, that's a crazy thought because then I make, sometimes I can make life-changing decisions based off of a trauma response and not a true gut instinct. And now I'm calling my defense mechanisms protection, which should really be coming from my actual intuition. 
How easy is it to mislabel it when you're subconsciously remembering past experiences? So I recently practiced pausing. Y'all know that I like to get very still and quiet and often, hello, the introvert, but I'm also known for being easily overstimulated anyways, and I don't remember who said the quote. I do remember that I heard um, Lindsay Grizzly say it on Coffee Convo's podcast with her and Kel Lowry, but she said there's power in the pause. And I couldn't agree more. There is definitely power in the pause. All right, guys. Next point that I want to talk about is the backside of the blessing. The backside of the blessing. I know that we've touched on it a little bit in previous episodes, depending on the topic we were talking about or if I was explaining how it was broken down in a sermon. But it's always good to be reminded of certain things as we go out through life and, you know, have to be reminded. So let's talk about it. We always ask for a blessing, right? But we never really think about what comes with it. Kind of like how in the episode, one of my inner circle episodes with Chris, we talked about the females, nine does out of 10, they want the wedding, but nobody ever thinks about the wedding is one day and what comes after. So the same can be applied for when we ask God for blessings, when we pray for blessings. There is always a backside to the blessing. My top pastors, Pastor Mike from Transformation Church and PD, Pastor Darius Daniels from Change Church, they talk about this so well. PD talks about this often, but you have to be prepared, okay? It's more than just being blessed. It's being able to handle what comes along with it. The bigger the blessing, the more responsibility. Sometimes God won't give us what we ask for yet, okay? One, until we show him how serious and committed we are to it. We'd be like, oh yeah, God, give me this. And then we get so easily distracted or influenced or just like easily enticed by something new that comes along and we lose our discipline and we lose our care for the thing that we prayed to God and begged him for. And every prayer is not necessarily begging, but it is something that we asked for. And if we took the time to ask for it, hopefully it was something that we cared about and that meant something to us in that moment. But if we're easily distracted, it from it or we're not disciplined to maintain and keep it you know he may not necessarily give it to us yet he may be like you're not ready you don't take it as serious as you need to take it yet or you think you're really into this because so and so's into this or just because of where you are in your life right now but I see around the corner so I know that what you're really passionate about or what you'll really need is coming up. So I'm not even going to waste my time on that. Two, until we get our heart right and work on our character, you know, heart posture, heart posture controls what comes out of our mouth, controls the level that we're able to give, controls how we interact with each other, controls how we speak and love to ourselves. Heart posture is so, so important. Heart posture determines how we view God and how we can even accept the love and the grace and mercy that he gives us. So heart posture is definitely a big thing. And we have to have that heart posture right and our character right. You know, he has to work on our character. Thank God he's a God that doesn't like to embarrass us because a lot of times when we're embarrassed on public platforms, we kind of did it ourselves. 
And those moments can be used to still glorify him. And those moments can be used to teach other people, hey, I effed up. Please do not take this path. Please do not go this way. But some of it, gratefully, we are saved from because he gets us ready in the dark. A lot of people will use the reference about God pruning us and getting us ready, either the wine reference, he'll prune us to make some beautiful wine or the photo reference where you know how you take the photo and then you got to go in the little dark room and let it print and blah 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 and get everything right because if it was exposed to the light too soon it'll burn a hole and mess it up that's kind of what god does if we're exposed to a certain level of fame if we're exposed to a certain level of influence if we're exposed to just certain people and things and platforms and different tools before it's time we can mess it up. The light, not his light, but the light from everybody's opinions and their praises and or their booze and sorrows, you know, <laughs> it can mess with our heart. It can mess with our character. We have to have the right character to be able to maintain the blessings that we're asking for. The more money, power and influence you have will only reveal who you already are at your core also there may be some tests he wants to send you know through you as training to tweak some things and still some things in us in the dark he'll never expose us too soon that's uh, another example of his love for us all right so let me drop a gem on you guys <laughs> this platform will not blow up until it's the right time yeah, I just said that about my own platform. This platform will not blow up until it's the right time. No matter how quickly I've seen others do it, their season is theirs and mine is mine. A lot of people say, Mickey, do videos now. That'll make you blow up even faster. Not necessarily. You think people can't fall in love with the voice and be intrigued by the mystery behind it? Uh, okay. I'm not saying the video podcasts are bad. I will have them eventually, but they will not come out of season. What is for me to blow up extremely fast? Uh, oh, sorry, excuse me. What is it for me to blow up extremely fast and not be able to handle and maintain this properly with the world watching? I mean, no pressure, right? <laughs> they will tear it down and tear me down faster than it took to build it. Some people are only doing the podcast for clout or as a stepping stool to do bigger things or because it is the trend of the times. But contrary to popular belief, this definitely takes work, even before the promotional part. Oh my gosh, guys, I cannot stress to you how much work a podcast actually is. And then if you are a podcast that puts out weekly episodes, God bless you. God bless you. This is not for the week, but this isn't to discourage anybody from starting one. Do it. Have fun with it. I highly recommend. For me, this isn't a hobby. The amount of time and effort and planning that goes into it is not worth at all. It's not worth it enough for me to want to do this as a hobby. I was called to do it. For how long? I'm not sure. How big will it grow? I'm not sure. It's not in my hands. It's in God's. He is the painter on my canvas. So 
I have already been weirded out by people that know of me because let's be honest, they don't really know me that listen. Like for the older people that may know someone in my family and they're listening, I have these feelings, right? It's a mix between thank you for the support, but also oh, vomit. Like I would never share these kind of thoughts with you or the people that went to school with me or other family members. It's like, Oh, gross. Thanks for the support. But it's still kind of weird talking to, you know, you guys, my BK fam, who I've never met before is one thing, but also having people listen who have their own perception of me, whether right or wrong, is super weird and uncomfortable for me, like literally triggers my anxiety a little bit. That's something that God is working me through in the dark before it does blow up globally. There are very personal things that I would never share with the majority of the people that listen, but if it needed to be out there, it is. Trust me, it makes me more uncomfortable to share those things than it makes y'all to even listen to them, okay? My fastest climbing episode so far was compassion fatigue. Can I just stop and say thank you so much to everybody who took the time to listen to the episode compassion fatigue. I debated about putting it out, which I'll explain a little more in a second, but I just want to say thank you guys. It is my fastest climbing episode. It was my soul is tired. It is crazy. The stuff that I kind of fight with God, the hardest I'm putting out is the stuff that people need at the time. And that we'll be able to come back to in the future. So shout out to all the people who listened to that episode. I hope it helped or just help you like be like, oh, this is what I'm feeling. You feel seen, heard, and a little more relatable. So yeah, that's my fastest climbing episode so far. And it blew up really quick. But that's something I would have never shared publicly. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Something I debated with God and literally debated with him all the way up until it was time to release it. I was extremely okay with recording something else just to still have an episode out. But obedience is more important than anything. Let me say that again. Obedience is more important than anything, including my comfort. And it's helping people. So yay. (laughs) It's out there, yes, because I had the bravery to share and be vulnerable, but also because God told me to. That's his glory coming through strong and bright. Can't even take credit for that one. So as always, I thank everyone and anyone who listens, no matter how uncomfortable it makes me feel. I hope I'm truly helping you guys along the way and helping myself in the process. Trust these episodes help me too. Even if y'all just learn what not to do from me. (laughs) All right. So the final thing that I want to talk about this week is not every opportunity is the right one to take. Not every opportunity is the right one to take. So building on what we were previously talking about, I want to discuss an opportunity that BK had. Yes, Blank Canvas, this platform. A lot of people are trying to push me in different directions. A lot of voices, a lot of opinions. And as I always say, whether it's the opinions of a business or it's the opinions of your relationship with different people, or if it's the opinions on where you should be and how you should maneuver in life, 
it's important to silence those voices. Yes, constructive criticism, as I always say, it is allowed and it should be given. Criticize, like constructive criticism is fu- is fine, but just trying to force your beliefs or your path on someone else is not. And listen, you have to get in the presence of God and silence it all. And sometimes including your own voice. Okay, because sometimes we have these ideas. Tell God your plans and he'll laugh at them because I know he's laughed at plenty, plenty of mine. So it's always important to get silent, get in his presence and check in. What is your will, God? What is your plan? Even for stuff like this. So let me break it down and explain a little more. A lot of people will say certain things should be done in this way in order to be successful. BK had the opportunity to be on another platform. I mean, hello, that's great, right? We're already on what, over eight or nine? And they had the opportunity to be on another. That would offer more growth, live streams, video, which so many people are ready for, video and more. So they reached out to me before the social media page was up, before the merch was out. And shout out to the person who did my BK merch because it is definitely top tier. Love the color, love the design. It shines so bright and it's just wonderfully done and it's high quality. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Before all the heavy promotion, before even people locally saw me, this platform, they saw me. They reached out not just once, but more than once. And only two people in my life know this and knew about it when it was happening. All right. So I was very honored and humbled and scared in a sense, if I'm being honest. I prayed every single time. Should I take it? Is it time? The live streams would be able to be saved and I'm sure people in high places would be watching. That's the kind of platform that it was or technically still is it it exists and people who are wealthier than me would have been watching the attention and influence that could have come before my first year was even done would have been major but it didn't feel like it was time no disrespect to the platform at all it looks amazing I actually really enjoy the concept of it but I couldn't step into it out of season. What good was it for me to do it if I'm not mentally ready? Or it's going to pull so much from me that I can't still be a great sister, daughter, friend, person. I still have other responsibilities and ways that God has called me to serve. And I can't mishandle that because something else comes along? No way. I have to properly be able to balance it all. And sometimes, as we all know, BK fam, finding the balance in life is hard enough. And then especially when it's with high priority things, oh yeah, it's hard. And then imagine me now, I don't even have kids yet. So imagine when I am married with kids, I got to get this kind of balance right now so I don't have to try to figure out When I get my family, even though it's still going to be a learning curve regardless, I don't want it to be so much of a learning curve that the things that I could have worked on prior to having a family 
I waited until they were here. The stuff that I can get done solo dolo and work on how to figure out, that's when I want to take the opportunity to go ahead and do in this season. As prepared as I can be, I want to do my part. And then the rest, of course, it's learning along the way and it's adjusting along the way and it's figuring it out. But there is work that can be done in the seasons when you're not married or in a relationship or don't have kids and vice versa. There is individual work that can be done. And that's what I want to do. I want to be able to be the best version of me for when that season does come around. I'm not still working on the areas that I could have had time to fix with no distractions and everything that is does that make sense bk fam (laughs) i hope so so like i was saying i can't mishandle that because something else comes along and i really need to be able to balance it all i still have to have have to have to have to have to just for me I have to have daily time for God, even more than prayer, not just praying before sleep and um, not just praying when I wake up or right before I go to bed, talking to him throughout the day, having the time to be still and be um, in his presence, being in my word and getting my sermons all are a necessity for me to be who God has truly called me to be and for me to pour from a non-empty cup. Respectfully, I wouldn't want to make myself look bad or burn out too quick, but I also would want to fully pour into the platform the way that they deserve. Somebody is willing to take a chance on me before I blow up in the sense that seems successful to others? Wow. Wow humbled me and just made me so gracious. Every time they reached out, I was so grateful and honored. And I was like, God, are you speaking to me? Are you just giving me a glimpse of the opportunities to come? Uh, Grateful. Please know that I am grateful. And honestly, I'm not playing with that. I'm just not having it. I'm not playing with that. I'm not half stepping with it. Okay. Their brand and their platform is important as well. Like this isn't one sided. This is two sided. I don't want to look bad. I don't want to make them look bad. And I just, I don't take it lightly at all. I also remember Pastor Mike from TC saying, when the devil can't distract you, he'll get behind you and push you. One more time, because that was so good. When the devil can't distract you, he will get behind you and push you. I've also said before, um, I've said this before, don't remember the episode, but from the wise words of PD, and we know he gives us jams all the time, I'm anointed, I'm blessed, I'm going to always have opportunities. That's not the problem, okay? For all of us, we are blessed. We are called. All right. We have all just because we don't literally see the oil running down our heads. We have all. All right. God has called us. We have a purpose. And there are going to be a bunch of opportunities to come up. That's just what it is in the kingdom. Okay. Period. Point blank. But it doesn't mean that we're supposed to take every single opportunity that comes along. And it doesn't mean that we're always supposed to take them at the time that they come. Because you'd be surprised how stuff comes back around in the right season and how it feels more aligned and connected and just great. We don't always have to say yes because it's immediate. All right. So it's about choosing the right ones in the right time. A podcast called The Basement, which I've referenced before with Tim Ross is really, really great, guys. It's really, really great. I highly recommend you guys check it out. I love Tim Ross. Um, I discovered him during my college days. He was preaching a message 
in the Plant It Not Buried series from Transformation Church. And if you haven't checked out the Plant It Not Buried series, I, woo, it's a good one. It's literally the series that put me on a Transformation Church. I know a lot of people discover Pastor Mike and TC from Relationship Goals, but ironically, I skipped that. I was like, I'm not trying to be in a relationship. And he went so much deeper than just being in a romantic relationship. And I was like, I'm not trying to be in a relationship right now. Let me find something else. And the planted not buried spoke to me. And the whole series spoke to me. And Pastor Tim Ross, I had never seen him before. But in that message, what he spoke on and how he delivered it just spoke to me. And ever since then, I've just... I've loved his work and admired his work and just who he is at at the core as a person because people speak highly of him too. And the way that he just kind of mentors and covers Pastor Mike is beautiful in a way that I feel like we should all cover each other. Like I knew he covered Pastor Mike, but on the basement, you get to see how he covers his wife. You get to see how he covers his, his crew and he doesn't treat crew like staff. He treats crew like family and as we know, BK fam, I love that all too well. And the way that he covers his kids, it's just, it's beautiful to see and it's beautiful to see it done out loud. So his podcast is called The Basement and he's recently stepped down from being a pastor. And I just have to put this out there because when pastors step down, there's always like a, what happened? Listen, there's no scandal. There's no problems. There was no stealing from the church. There was no infidelities. There's no secret babies. There's no drug problem, blah, 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 blah. He put it this way. God tapped him on his shoulder and told him, your season's up. Your season's up with leading the church. It's time to move on and do something different. Thank God he's obedient to it. Thank God he's obedient to it because now that he does the podcast called The Basement, he's reached more people doing that than he ever has as a pastor. Like what? Obedience over everything, baby. Obedience over everything. And he's an introvert like me, guys. So I thoroughly enjoy watching him walk this journey and navigating it all. So the conversation he had with Devon Franklin had so many gems in it that I'm going to share the link. The crazy thing is, uh, it's it's only one of the episodes that I actually skipped over from the basement and never went back to. However, it just wasn't time for me to see it yet. When the timing was right, I did, and it spoke to me right on time, and it goes along with everything we've discussed in this episode. I would say weird, I would say coincidence, but I know it's God, so might as well call it like I see it. So I'm going to share it in the episode description if I remember, and I'm going to try my hardest, and I'll share it on the blank canvas official IG page. Now that one, that's really, if I remember, I'll I'll have it in the episode description, as y'all know, before I'll probably have it on the page. But I'm going to try to remember or at least share a clip from it. That way it'll like intrigue people to one, go check out the basement and number two, go check out that episode. So, um, yeah. I highly encourage everyone to watch it and other episodes from The Basement. The Basement is raw, real, and people are willing to be vulnerable in a way that is needed. So thank you, Devon Franklin, for for dropping those gems. They have blessed me right on time. And thank you to Tim Ross for covering Pastor Mike from TC, preaching all the messages that you have and stepping out on faith and being uncomfortable being a podcaster with this new level of influence as an introvert. You are still teaching me and blessing me in episodes in the basement. They are phenomenal and they are helping so many people. 
I can't wait to be on the basement or have you on blank canvas or both. So that is definitely super exciting and something I'm looking forward to. Well, guys, that's it. (laughs) That's all the time that we have for this week. And I hope this has blessed you or helped you grow in some way. And I can't wait to see what we talk about next time. All right, guys. Bye. Blank curves, blank curves, blank curves